0: Hey, I'm having a lot of money on you, man. Well, uh you, uh You getting ready to be a witness. And we're back. Welcome back to Talking Cash Shit. This is your host, Jeff Knows Money. And we're here to help y'all get through this quarantine and make some sense of this damn coronavirus. As usual, wherever you are getting this podcast from, please subscribe and leave us that five-star review. If you don't leave us a five-star review, then I hope you have to keep your quarantine haircut. Because y'all out here looking slavery rough. Some of y'all look like you need to be headed to the auction block. Y'all tired of being on that quarantine yet? I bet you're tired of them damn kids, ain't you? I bet you never knew third grade math was so damn difficult. Yeah, I know you mad at them damn babies. Because you thought all this time your baby could read and you found out they couldn't. But they probably mad at mom and dad too. So guess what the baby's finding out? Mom and dad can't read either. Them fractions and mixed numbers Jumping on y'all ass right now But that's okay I'm here to help No, I'm not gonna show you how to take a mixed number And make a whole number and do none of that That's not what I do I'm here to expose how They threw us those pennies for the stimulus money 1200 500 for the kids But they pulled the okie doke on us Cause while we're over here waiting for that $1,200 they are running away With billions, yes, billions with a B. And we're going to break all that down. We're going to do a couple of episodes for y'all over the next couple of weeks. This is Talking Cash. (laughs) Welcome to the Coronavirus Chronicles. Let's go. So I have to apologize. Because... We were supposed to have gotten back to you guys way before now. We were going to move the show to YouTube and basically make a TV show out of this. But then the coronavirus happened. And due to social distancing, me and Mojo haven't been able to get together and shoot the episodes. We had it all laid out. We had all the equipment, the lighting, everything. Had it all figured out. And just when you thought you had it all planned out and everything was going to go smooth. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> coronavirus! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit Get is getting real! Shit Get Get is real! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit Get is getting real! Shit is real! Coronavirus! Shit real. Real. real! Yeah, that coronavirus threw us a curveball. But we ain't going to let it stop us. So even though I'm without my partner, I'm going to go ahead and break all this down for y'all. So let me give all y'all the rundown of how all this stuff played out. In early January, U.S. officials knew that Rona was coming. They had a security briefing about it. And a lot of your Congress folks walked out of that meeting and sold all of their stocks because they knew the stock market was going to crash. So of course, They're going to protect their bottom line. And you think after they made sure they were straight, maybe they would give us the heads up, right? They sat on their hands for 60 days and they told you not to take it seriously. They told you it was going to be something like the regular flu, and the flu is a lot more deadly. And then when the shit hit the fan and the economy tanks, they all of a sudden come up with a damn stimulus plan. And that stimulus plan was probably somewhere around like $2.2 trillion at first. Then it went up to about $5 trillion. And about $500 billion of that went to you and me. So they threw us the $1,200 per adult, $500 per child. They threw those pennies at us. Yeah, they expanded the unemployment through an extra $600 a week onto the unemployment. Big deal for a lot of folks. And they upped the food stamps. Another big deal for a lot of folks. But you know this much, right? If they gave us that, then what the hell did they get? And there's a saying out there that you never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, damn, this one is once in a lifetime, and they sure as hell finna cash out on our ass on this one. The first program that they whooped us on was the payroll protection program. And let me break down for you how this works. The banks are supposed to loan money to, quote unquote, small businesses, businesses with less than 500 employees. And as long as you use 75 percent of that loan to cover your payroll and also you had to not lay people off for eight weeks, the SBA would step in and forgive that loan. Now on his face, this sounds like a really good program. It sounds like Congress did a great job. I watched TV today; it got passed and everybody was saying this is going to be different from 2008. This is really going to help small business owners. It's really going to help the everyday people in America. That's what they said. Y'all know what I was thinking? That's that bullshit. That's that bullshit right there. Now let me tell you why I knew this was some bullshit right out the gate. I knew as soon as I read that the loans had to go through the banks first, I already knew who was getting the money. Who the hell got all the relationships with the damn banks? And the people who wrote this part of the stimulus package, they wrote it from a position of privilege. Give you a perfect example. Gary Cohn, former Goldman Sachs CEO, also former economic advisor for the Trump administration, said that the banks would be better to handle this as far as giving the money out than the government would because most small business owners should already have a relationship with the bank. It's just one problem with that. We already have established the fact that banks don't like black people. And if you are a black person and you're starting your own business, more than likely, you are having to start that business out of your own pocket because you are not going to get startup money from a bank. And if you never got your initial startup loan from the bank, then that probably means you never went back to the bank and established a real loan relationship with them. So all you're doing is just putting your checks in there, getting some money out every now and then, talking to the teller. You don't know the folks upstairs. You don't know the folks in charge. So guess what happens when the economy starts to take a s**t and you decide to yourself, man, I'm getting pressed on my business and I just heard about this program where I can go get a loan and the SBL guarantee it and forgive it for me. You go in there and apply for the loan and you know what they're going to tell you? Well, if you've been listening to this show long enough, you all to know the answer. And hell... If you hear that intro, you know what's coming next. Yep. I don't fuck with you. Man, they gonna run your unfamiliar ass out that bank with all kind of damn broomsticks and mop handles and plunges. Just, just anything they can get their hands on that janitor cart. But they gonna throw all that shit at your ass, get you up out that lobby of that bank. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, damn. This system is messed up. It's flawed. No, the system is not flawed. It's working exactly as it was designed to. So the question is, if the regular real small business owners, the mom and pop stores and restaurants, if they didn't get the money, then who did? Glad you asked. Ruth Chris. They got 20 million. Mind you, the program was supposed to be capped at $10 million per company. But the corporate structure of Ruth Chris is within two companies. So they basically apply for $10 million per company. And they got it. Who else pulled the okie doke Well, there's this small private school in Massachusetts. You may have heard of them. It goes by the name of Harvard. Harvard. With a $40 billion endowment, they got almost $9 million. and they were not alone. Yale, Princeton, and Stanford all got money. And mind you, between Harvard, Yale, Princeton, and Stanford, those are probably the four wealthiest higher ed institutions in this country. And they got bailout money. And let me tell you from an individual standpoint, a guy who is definitely a legend at the bank. Monty Bennett. Yeah, I didn't know who the hell that was either. But I think we all know who he is now. Monty Bennett is the CEO of Ashford Incorporated. And in short, this guy owns a bunch of hotels. And... Through all these different holding companies that he set up for each hotel, he was able to apply for and receive one hundred and twenty six million dollars through the payroll protection program. Mind you, this is a program that's supposed to be capped at 10 million per loan. Yes, one hundred and twenty six million dollars. To help his distressed hotels that are located all over the country. One of those is the Ritz Carlton on Peachtree Street in Atlanta. How, Exactly. How is it that these people who are very wealthy can somehow finagle this system that was set up to help the struggling business owners and basically cash out all the money? In particular, to Mr. Bennett's case. You do it the way you always do it. Donate a bunch of damn money to Donald Trump. And he didn't just stop there. He also went and hired a lobbying firm out of Washington. And a lot of people that work for that firm used to work for, you guessed it, Donald Trump. And there are other companies who got the loans that I don't think needed it. And they damn sure don't qualify as small businesses. One of them, Shake Shack a company valued at 2 billion dollars got 10 million the Los Angeles Lakers valued at almost 5 billion they got nearly 5 million from the program Autonation a company that is valued at 3.2 billion got 77 million dollars they actually had the audacity to apply for 266 million. So a quarter of a billion dollars. By now you should be getting the gist of what's going on here. This was nothing more than a money grab for the wealthy. And I know some people may be thinking, well, Jeff, even though these are big companies, they probably still were gonna face some slowdowns due to the current economic environment with everybody being at home, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's cool. Cry me a river about that one, because let me tell you something. The thing that people need to understand with nearly all of these companies is the majority of them are publicly traded. So that means they have access to other means of raising cash. They can issue bonds. They can issue more stock. They actually are in a better situation to raise more money than the everyday mom and pop's business. And that's what my problem is with this. They decided to access a program that would forgive the debt because they did not have the financial discipline to survive a crisis that, for the most part, has only been going on a little more than 30 days. And this is on the back end of an economic expansion for the last minimum 10 years, unlike anything we've ever seen so how is it y'all don't have the money? And why is it that you want to access this program to basically get free money? That's why I said this was the okie-doke. This was nothing more than a money grab. And the thing that I want to remind everybody is over these last 10 years, when they have not been paying their fair share in taxes, when those corporations have not been paying a fair living wage to the everyday person, they have the nerve to get on here and tell you the reason you're in the situation you're in is because you bought too much Starbucks coffee. You went through that Chick-fil-A drive through one too many times. You hit that mall one too many times. Well, it sounds to me like maybe they need to be tightening up their belt a little bit. Maybe they need to downsize the house. Maybe they need to cut out some of all them corporate trips. Maybe it's time to get rid of those executive car allowances. Maybe it's time to give up those private planes and start flying commercial with the rest of us. Because you're not doing it for security. Because guess what? If Monty Bennett was sitting back there in coach with me, and I'm fighting with him over that damn elbow room, I don't know who the hell he is. I don't know he's CEO of a company. All I know is, is for the next two and a half hours, your leg ain't going to keep touching mine because that's a man law violation. And I'm not going to make a scene. I'm not going to call you out. I'm just going to do what I have been trying to do. Take this terrible airport food, let out these silent but deadlies, and we're going to all be sitting here mad. And he's going to think to himself, you know what? Next time I get this money, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to have a financial discipline that I ask everybody else to have because I have to get my private plane back because the guy next to me just let one off so bad it gave me the Forest Whitaker eye and I don't ever want to experience that again. Now, I know that sounds crazy, and it is, but I'm just sitting here trying to draw some attention to what's going on. I don't want y'all to get tricked, I want y'all to be well aware of the games that are being played and how this money is being stolen right out from under us. This is how the rich get richer. And this is how the wealth gap that we are experiencing has been created and has been exaggerated. I just feel like I couldn't sit on my hands anymore. I had to say something about it. So even though I don't have my partner with me, even though... We don't have season two ready to go. I just felt like I had to say something. And we're not done. Because we're going to have a few more of these episodes to put some more exposure on some of the other games that are being played behind our backs. So y'all make sure y'all tune in next week. This week, we talked about how the SBA program got overrun and all the corporations stole the money. Next week, we asked the question that nobody's asking. Why the hell don't they have any money to start with? Y'all make sure y'all tune back in and catch us next week, because we're going to piss you off even more. This is Jeff Knows Money. This is the Talking Cash Podcast. You want to find me? You can find us on Twitter at Talking Cash, or you can catch us on Instagram at Talking Cash Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. At Jeff knows money. I'll see y'all next week.